McShane Bible Study, day 263, and we're starting in 2 Samuel 16. So David has now fled Jerusalem uh, and meet up with Ziba. Remember, he had made Ziba the uh, steward of uh, Mephibosheth's house, who would be the, who is the son of Jonathan, the only remaining heir of Saul. And, um, and Ziba honored David. David asked him about Mahishabeth, and he said he's gone over to Absalom. Or, well, he's gone over to Jerusalem thinking he will be made king, so David makes him uh, now the owner of all those estates he had given Mephibosheth. Shammai curses David, and, and that's really the only thing that kind of stood out to me is... Uh, you know, David's men want to kill the the man who's just cursing them, right? He had been in the household of Saul, and he said, basically, nah, this is what you're owed, David. And, uh, you know, David turns the other cheek, right? He says, well, he's cursing me, let him curse. Um, and he says, who knows, maybe the Lord will bless me. So instead of, most, most people in that situation would just say, I'm going to kill the person. But he says, hmm, maybe this is from the Lord. And if not, maybe the Lord will repay me. So he's focused on what's the Lord doing in this situation. He's not worried about a man humiliating him while he's already humiliated, as most people would, right? And then we see Absalom enter Jerusalem. And uh, Hushai, who David had told to, you know, be basically his spy there and to give bad advice to Absalom, um, Absalom's surprised that he's there, and Husha says, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to support whoever's the king in Jerusalem. And he takes him, uh, Ahithophel, who had been a counselor to David, had truly gone over to Absalom, and he's given advice, and the word tells us his advice is like words from God. And so we're going to see a confrontation there as we move forward, but that's the end of that chapter. And we're looking at 2 Corinthians 9, and this chapter is all about giving, which is a continuation from the last chapter. And he's talking about being a cheerful giver, and he's making that point that if you're giving to the people of God to take care, help take care of the people of God's needs, God is going to give you more. He's going to take care of you so that you're able to continue on, to, you know, first and foremost, he wants to make sure that you're taken care of. And as you're doing the work of the Lord, caring for his people, he's going to make sure you have enough to care for more people, right? I mean, it's a principle. It's not, it's not like you give a dollar out of this pocket, a dollar is going to magically appear in the other pocket. It's just a principle. Of course, God wants his people unified. He wants his people taking care of each other. And so you can always trust God in that. Does that make sense? Okay. In Ezekiel 23, we see the story of Ohola and Oholiba, the two sisters who, and I don't, I'm not sure, do, what did yours Bible call them, Weston? That, yours probably spelled out what those mean in Hebrew. No. No? Okay. Well, I don't know what those words mean, but they're, uh, you know, they're, they're not real people. They're, they're pictures of Israel and Judah. And they're, they're two women, and he tells a story. Look, I brought them out of Egypt, but they're whoring in Egypt, and they, they've still been whoring to this day, and they, they've not been true to me. They're constantly looking to others. 
They're supposed to be my bride, but they're looking to others. And so, you know, the, there's obviously a clear picture here between the two women in Revelation. We have the woman of uh, Revelation 12. We have the woman uh, later in, in Revelation who rides on the beast. And similar to these, we see that he, God says, I will turn because you've... <clears throat> What's verse 35? Therefore, thus says the Lord God, because you have forgotten me and cast me behind your back, you yourself must bear the consequences of your lewdness and whoring. So he says, I will turn them against you. And we see that happen with the beast and the woman, right? In Revelation. Um, and so God says, I need a pure people. And he goes on and on about judgment and and all this. But it basically comes down to, I need a people that willingly go my way, not the ways of this world. And we're ending in the Psalms, Psalm 5 and 6. Psalm 6, he's crying out to the Lord, right? He's in great uh, great danger. He's crying out to the Lord, and we see he's confident that the Lord will show up on his behalf because he's walking in the ways of the Lord. Uh, I'll focus more on verse 5. It starts out, Give ear to my words, O Lord. Consider my groaning. Give attention to the sound of my cry. My King and my God, for to you do I pray. O Lord, in the morning you hear my voice. In the morning I prepare a sacrifice for you and watch. So he gets up every morning and he worships the Lord, right? It's mm-hmm. a good idea, huh? We should do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we do do that. Okay. It's, it's a good thing. And so he's saying, Lord, you, I, I greet you every morning and you hear my prayers, right? He says, and you're not a God who delights in wickedness. You destroy those who don't walk in your ways. Verse 7, but I, through the abundance of your steadfast love, will enter your house. You know that as we walk in the way, as we seek the Lord, he invites us into his house, into his kingdom, into the Holy of Holies, into the Garden of Eden. He invites us in. David is saying, through prayer, I enter into your house. I will bow down toward your holy temple in the fear of you. We must have fear of the Lord, right? We we must know that he is God and there is no other way. And we submit our lives to him and we're able to enter in. Right? Lead me, O Lord, in your righteousness because of my enemies. Make your way straight before me. So he prays, help me to walk in your ways in all things, Lord. And, you know, that should always be the prayer of our heart. And that's what this psalm's about. All right, well, I don't have anything else. Do you have anything else? Yeah. All right, well, today's a short one. God bless you.